Well, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. Over there is not Ryan, actually. Uh, he had family things he had to take care of, so he won't be here tonight. So uh, I'm going to be doing the show solo. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to go well. I have my own personal predictions, but let's not be pessimistic. Uh, I see the OG army starting to form up in the chat box. Uh, it's good to see you. I'm going to need you guys today. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I actually do not have a lot in the way of topics today. Uh, I've had a rather busy, active, and not awesome day. So I guess that in itself will be a talk, uh, topic to talk about. <laughs> um, uh, let me see. Let me pull up my notes and see if, what I have for a topic as well. You guys are, feel free to call in uh, to speak on any of these topics or anything you like, really. Uh, we don't really have a lot of restrictions on uh, what we talk about here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's another thing. I'm actually not feeling all that awesome. I do have to apologize. I broke tradition and did not do a rap song of the day. Uh, my lungs have been feeling funky the last week or two. And the last two or three days, it's actually no fun doing them because not only am I horrible at them, I don't really have the lung capacity to do them well. As Ryan pointed out the other day, it sounds like I was kind of trying to whisper so I didn't wake somebody up in the house, and that wasn't the case. And uh, so, and if you listen to the first couple uh, uh, videos that I did, I didn't have that issue. So obviously, I got some sort of lung thing going on. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't have a fever. I don't, you know, I feel slightly run down. I don't feel horrible. Uh, the wife's got something similar, similar going on where she's coughing a lot more than I am, but you know has something going on as well. Um, I don't think we got the COVID. I don't, we don't need to go to the hospital and, you know, uh, clog up their resources. We just feel kind of crappy. Uh, now, obviously, if we if we come down with a fever and, like, we're bedridden and things like that, I will take action. But as of right now, we're fine. You know, like the wife's wa sitting watching the TV. She did 20 minutes on the treadmill earlier today and then spent most of the day to tormenting our dogs. So we're not, we're okay. <laughs> But be it as it may, obviously, that's something you want to keep an eye on. Well, let's see. Topics. Um, <clears throat> some of the few topics I had time to think of today was uh, hanging out in sketchy situations. Uh, back when I was a teenager in, in my early 20s, uh, I hang out, hung out with people that were a lot tougher than I was by a long shot, or in certain cases, uh, a lot more naive, but it produced the same situation, uh, that some of my friends ended up getting uh, places in really sketchy neighborhoods uh, and I ended up hanging out in some of them quite a bit. So, uh, I have a couple stories about, uh, that, uh, if you guys want to call in, I'd be love to hear about your stories of hanging out in sketchy places. Um, I'd also like to talk about dealing with customer service today. The OG know, knows some of my history of dealing with people when I have uh, customer service problems, but probably not the best parts of that. <laughs> uh, and in general, uh, I have a technique for, uh, uh dealing with, uh, customers. I mean, you know, uh, companies when I have a problem and I had to use it today. So we'll, we'll go into that. <laughs> hey, the juicer, how you doing? Boss? Hey, Jay, how you doing? I am excellent. Thank you for calling in, man. Uh, how's yeah, your day? Not too bad. Hey, I just want to start out uh, wishing uh, Brian's family all the best. It sucks. It sucks. That's uh, horrible news to hear. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, I, did, I didn't want to go too much into, into detail, yeah. but he had, he had a death in the family, so that he can't be around for that. So our best wishes to him and his family. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, it sucks. So, uh, but I'm, I'm going to try to go on. The show must go on. I'm not sure how long the show will be or how good it'll be, but I'll, I'll make an attempt. I can't leave you guys high and dry on a, on a Saturday night of all things, right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, so check check this out, uh, Jay. Last night I decided, you know what? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to browse this Podbeam uh, thing. And I started, you know, uh, connecting to some live shows. It was kind of interesting. There was a lot of, uh, there was a few people that would just, con- there was no callers, but they would be just constantly commenting on the chats and talking to the people in the chat, whether the, the, the people were pussies and didn't want to call in or whatever the case would be. I don't know. That, I thought it was kind of interesting. So it was really, really interactive, right? Did, and then, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, then I found this other podcast that was like, I, my God, it had to have been like, complete white trash but it was it was super interesting <laughs> anyway but they but they did the same thing you know they, they, the, the callers were full they had uh, he, one guy was constantly watching the chat and commenting so what i'm trying to say is um it might be a good good idea to check out just what other live chats are doing uh right, to kind right. of get some ideas to, to help you out one guy had like he was constantly doing sound effects. I know Dalton's been doing that, which is kind of cool. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there just to kind of give you some ideas. Make your make your shows easier. You don't always have to come with with what I've noticed. They don't always come with topics. They're just they're just shooting the shit, right? Right, like right, right. right. <laughs> and I do appreciate the advice, you know. There it is. Oh, look at it. Sound effect. Nice. <laughs> yeah, there's about eight different, seven, actually seven different buttons and they're very just simple sound effects. I forget they're there most of the time. <laughs> and, and and I thought about the chat box thing because you know that'd be pretty easy. Just talk to you guys on the chat box. My only problem with that is I'm not sure how that would sound like in a replay because you know we do have a lot. Uh, the people of listening live is a pretty small percentage compared to my total downloads. Um, yeah, so I know I do know that. While my favorite part of it is the live show and interacting with everybody, the majority of my uh, people listening to it aren't on the live chat. So I don't know how that would go. I mean, they, they might they might enjoy that. It might encourage them to listen to the live show, but I, I just don't know. What do you think? Do you think if you were listening to it uh, on a playback as opposed to live, where you were able to see the chat box, uh, don't do you think that might not be as awesome to listen to? Nah, I don't think so. I mean. I, 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 I'm just, I'm just thinking that if you if you have to do the solo at some point, you know, that's, that would be one idea. And then maybe people would have right. the balls to, to actually join in instead of, uh, you know, trying to come up with topics that you think. Right. Are gonna fill, fill right. The time. right. And don't get me wrong. I can, I can fucking run my mouth for a really long time without, without interruption, but that's not actually a great idea for the show. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, if I find a proper technique for it, like you're reading what the person said and then answering it and things like that uh, to make it so that people that are listening later on can understand the conversation, that might so, be a good way to go. Hey, so there's a conspiracy theory in the chat that Dalton had a bunch of alts on the chat. That's why there's only eight people live right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, eight is a little bit low, but uh, honestly, the weekends are always are a low time, uh, and it takes a little while for the show to get going as far as listeners. And on any given time, we have somewhere between 
I want to say eight and 18 people listening, but our total listeners can get up there. Like there was a, uh, the day when we ran in like an hour and a half, our total listeners got up to like 102 the day after that, we just did a normal show, but it was still in the nineties. Uh, but then we'll have low shows where it's in like the forties or thirties or fifties. So it varies, from, uh, but most of the low shows are on the weekends. I don't know why, but that's our low times. That's why if we ever have to drop off days, it'll probably be the weekends. Cause despite the fact that gives more people time to listen to us on the weekends, we produce lower, lower numbers. Uh, if you look at the statistics. Got it. Got it. Hey, so what did you decide to do about your base situation? Uh, I, I, I ordered a base. Oh shit. Which one did you get? Um, I got a, I got a, I, I replaced the one that I, that I had. I'm going to sell the couple bases that I have plus the money that I wanted to invest would pretty much makes it, uh, even, uh, I'm putting a couple more bucks, but like you said, it's probably worth it. Uh, are you familiar with bases? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been around it. I was in a metal band from the uh, 90s. Well, I can't afford a like a really good bass, uh, so like an Ernie Ball uh, Stingray, but I did get a, I did used to have, and I'm going to get a uh, Sterling by Music Man, uh, Ray 34 HH. Okay. All right. Yeah. Where was that built? That uh, it, it's it's uh, built in Indonesia, but it's all American parts. They're sent to Indonesia. They put it together. Then they then they send the guitar back to the Ernie Ball factory uh, where it's inspected and then put out for sale. All right, all right. Where'd you get it from? Uh, I got it from Z Sounds, and that's there what you go. the and that's what yeah. the entire customer service thing is about. Because I ordered it yesterday, and one reason I went for them is because they said they could get it to me today. Uh, instead, uh, well, all the other companies said they'll get it to me on like Monday. So I'm like, okay, okay well, shit, I'll go so, for it then today. Yeah. All right. So, so dr drag is saying that you make a damn thread on it, mm -hmm. and then you ignore everybody's advice. <laughs> That's not actually true. I took someone's advice on it. I'm actually speaking to that person right now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Z sounds a great, you know, but if you're going to do it, if you're going to go Z sounds and you want to go a little bit upper end and, you know, make some, you know, 12 months of payments where you yeah, at least get a made in, made in Mexico, you know, strat or uh, not strat. Um, or, uh, possibly, or, possibly you should look up a, uh, a Sterling Ray 34 HH. <laughs> All right, all right. I, well, hey, I don't have experience yeah. with it, but yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, c congrats anyway. But yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. It's a poor, it's a poor financial decision, but I'm really good at those. And like you said, to <laughs> be, able, be able to pay it off in 12 months makes it ridiculously, ridiculously stupid on a monthly thing. So I, I'm not going to have any financial issues paying it off. I'll just get a lot of flack from it on the OG once they find out that I bought a a not a cheap guitar like I planned on to. Well, I'll post post pics when you get it, you know. <laughs> but that's where the customer servicing came from. Um, I was supposed to get it today, so uh, and I, I was kind of uh, you know surprised that they were going to be able to get it to me today. Today, you know, one day shipping is kind of uh, kind of rare, um, especially on a guitar. But they they're, said they they're, yeah, they're kind of like Amazon. They have like warehouses all over the place. I've I've, I've been pleasantly surprised ordering from them. I get uh, I I bought a powered P, uh, uh, PA speaker and it came like the next day. I couldn't believe it. It was like, yeah. you know, in Nevada and I'm in California. So it was like, wow. Yeah. So, I, so I, uh, so I, you know, I was checking the, the, uh, um, website over the course of the day and around nine or 10 o'clock, I noticed that it didn't say shipped yet. And they said they were going to send me an email when it shipped. Instead it said, uh, uh, processing. I'm like, well, that's not a good sign. So I actually, I, so I got a hold of their customer service. Uh, they have an online customer service chat box where you just type it in and, you know, they talk back and forth. And I spoke to a nice young man named Ben 
who told me that, yes, he looked into it and it did indeed ship. Often with the next day shipping, by the time the FedEx got them a shipping number, it was actually already delivered. So that's pretty common. I'm like, oh, that's good to know. I was hoping it was something like that. Um, By 5 o'clock, I still hadn't seen a delivery. So I went back to the website. And now it said shipping rescheduled. (laughs) So I typed into the little chat box again and got a gentleman named Colin who told me the first person was mistaken. I don't know why he apologized for the misinformation that he apparently gave me, but no, they weren't able to ship it next day. Uh, we're very sorry. Uh, the best we can do now is sending it to you on Tuesday. I'm like, no. well, that's the main reason I ordered it from you is because you said you could get it to me the next day. Everybody else could get it to me on Monday. Now you're telling me I can't have it till Tuesday. Uh, this is not the best shipping experience of uh, shopping experience I've ever had. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's why I, I told him. I was like, "Wait a minute!" So uh, you're telling me that after I purchased it from you, you changed the shipping day from Saturday to Tuesday? Honestly, that's not the best experience I've ever had purchasing something. <laughs> that's exactly yes. how I put it. So I, I'm not mean to them, and I've said, "Look, sir, you know, there's no. I'm not going to complain to you. It wasn't have, didn't have anything to do with you." And at this point, you know, uh, trying to get my money back on something that I event- that I want to get eventually is kind of silly. So just go ahead and send it to me, but. I'll let you know that it's not the most awesome thing that's ever happened. <laughs> hey, uh, Sly wants to know if Colin had an Indian accent when he called when he called in. I, I should no, I don't. I don't like believe it or not. I don't like talking to people on the phone, and I should because I I get a lot better results when I talk to people on the phone than when I do in, on online chat boxes. But I spoke with them over uh, on a chat box and, as opposed to calling in. It's a lot easier. You just type in a little box when you wait for while you wait for them to respond. You can search the internet and all that good shit. I don't. I hate just sitting on the phone trying to talk to people. I do. I do it for a living, for kind of. So I don't like doing it for pleasure. <laughs> uh, Homelander thinks you don't like uh, confrontation. That's your problem. That is one hundred percent true. So, uh, so if for me to even call in uh, instead of doing a chat boxing, it's I'm pretty upset in the first place. But like, like I said, I'm pretty good about it. Um, for most part, I get what I want uh, when I, if when I call in, especially if I talk to a woman. That that always works out a lot better. I, I don't know why, but <laughs> hey, it looks like Grad's getting a beer and he's going to call in. I'm holding you to it, Grad. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> He's one of my favorite callers. I want to buy him a better Wi-Fi setup. Whenever he calls in, it's always breaking up a lot, and he sounds like he's in a can. But he's one of my favorite callers. It's a quite the quandrum. <laughs> I was. I, I've made jokes before about like buy him a better like a Wi-Fi system or something. Maybe he needs a Wi-Fi extender to wherever he's at. He just likes to shoot the shit, boys. That's that. Yeah, no, no, he's a cool guy. Like I said, I like him. I love him calling in. I, I'm trying to improve his call-in signal so he sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Either way. Either way. I'm hoping he calls in. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, see. I'm gonna drop, Matt. I gotta take care of some shit, but uh, uh, hopefully, then I think Grant will join in soon, and maybe uh, sure. tenders, ten, tenders on the tenders on the chat. I'm gonna call them right. out too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Squad Dog talked about calling in as well, and I'm sure I can extend this for a little while by by myself uh, as well. So, oh look, we already got tenor. There you go. I don't even have to do that. Thank God, because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling, did you sure? I appreciate it, boss. Yeah, no worries. Hey, well, I'll, I'll, I'll stay on for a little bit until you get Grant on. <laughs> hey, Tenor, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm a little out of breath. I put together a uh, a giant, it was like a 15-foot fucking trampoline for my kids the other day. And, I would, and today's the first day we've got halfway decent weather in New York State. It's been snowing and rainy and bullshit. I don't know how it's been in Michigan, but uh, it's been horrible here. About the same. Yeah. We, get a, we get a very similar weather, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. So so today it's about sixty, um, and I just hit the I just hit the trampoline, and I'm fucking spent, dude. I can't even fucking breathe. I, I mean, I know I'm fat and out of shape, but holy shit, man. I can believe it. I mean, I remember being a kid, uh, being on the, on the trampoline, and that was a fucking workout. At the end of those days, you're always exhausted. Henry, did you yeah, backflip or what? Uh, no backflips. Yeah, I'm just uh, just trying to get my just trying to get my legs. I'm. I will. I. You know what? I guarantee you, by the end of summer, I will backflip, and I'll make a I'll make a uh, an OG thread about it. There you, go. you said it is a big trampoline, right? It's huge. It's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's 15 feet. Okay, I just get images of you doing a backflip off the side of the trampoline, and I, I don't want to see that. No, I'm gonna do it. I'm, I, I will do it. Now, I, you know, I should probably start a thread and just have it running. Am I echoing, or is that somebody else? No, no, you sound fine. Yeah. All right, because I'm hearing. Nope, nope. You sound yeah. awesome. I, I'm all not right, getting cool. any echo anybody at all. Uh, so I'm hearing, know. I'm hearing a little something in my headphones, but yeah, I should probably start a thread and just, uh, just update my progress on that. Um, right now I had my kids cool. in there with me and you could probably hear them screaming cause I'm outside. Um, I had my kids in there and I was just trying not to fucking crush them because they were in there with me. <laughs> and you know, this morning I weighed, I was, I was heavy this morning, dude. I was two twenty five. So if I, if I would come down on them, I would fucking crush them. Yeah. Yeah. So you say in there, so does it have netting or something? Yeah. It's got full sides and everything. There's sides all the way around it. I mean, it's, it's a pretty nice setup, man. Wow, we never had that growing up. It wasn't even a thing that you could buy. You know, that came out way after I was an adult. Uh, trampolines with sides and shit. I never knew it. Listen, it, it's it's like an octagon. You know, like you walk into the exactly. thing and there's sides all around it. You could you could actually you could hold a pretty badass fight in there. And I'm thinking maybe I'll start throwing the kids like five or ten bucks and have them fight each other and I'll film it, throw it on YouTube for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I'll say they they sell for. Uh, we have one too. And uh, they sell these things where you can wrap it around with uh, where it sprays water in it for the summer. So the kids, kids will dig that too. Yeah. My wife was, yeah. My wife was actually talking about that, like draping a sprayer over the side. So you're actually getting a, a, a decent shower while, uh, while you're doing it. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe grad could, could benefit from that up in Canada. Cause I don't know if he's got running water up there. Maybe oh. he could come down here and we could have like a, we could have like a, a shower coming down on him and, and, and shower that fucking dirty Canadian off. Oh, please. Come on. I know about, <laughs> I know about Canadian culture. That man bathes in pure mountain streams. He laughs at our fucking civilized city water. Come on. <laughs> Maybe you can hear my kid screaming. He's in the trampoline. Maybe he's got a broken humerus. That's not so funny. <laughs> That's really not so funny if he's got a broken humerus. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I mean, I used to, I've seen some pretty fucked. I haven't. I don't think I've seen any broken bones, but I've seen lots of dislocations and scary shit on trampolines before. Both are intentional. You know, kids love to fuck other kids up on the trampoline. It's like a tradition. Oh, yeah. I've got a six and a four year old, as I've said on the podcast before, and they absolutely they can't stand to be around one another, but they can't stand to be apart either. So they are either fighting or hugging. It's it's an amazing dynamic I got going on over here, guys. Yeah, I got the same thing going on. In my, I got a seven and a four year old, so I, I get it. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. No, no kids over here, so uh, I don't. Care. Yeah, yeah. We know, Jay. But but yeah. I, I do remember being a kid. My my brother loved to have me around so him and his friends could uh, <laughs> torment me. 
So yeah, similar. Dynamic. Jay, Jay, just leave it alone. When we're talking about kids, just step the fuck back and leave it alone because we know what's coming next. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. <laughs> hey, Grad, how you doing, boss? Uh, Uncle Canada. Hey. hey, what's up, boys? There he is. Fucking right. How's your weekend going, guys? Good. Not, not me. But you guys go ahead and talk amongst yourself. <laughs> um. Go the ahead. weather's been shit, Grad. The, the the weather's been absolutely shit here. Um, I've gotten some workouts in. I've gotten a couple of karaoke's in. Um, but other than that, man, I was putting this goddamn trampoline together, just cursing at the skies. My fingers were frozen. They hurt so fucking bad. And I'm cursing at the skies because it's snowing on me and it's fucking sleeting on me. And it was absolutely horrible. I don't know how it is where you're at. Ah, uh, fuck, it's around, let's say, I think it was around 50, 55 degrees today. It wasn't that bad. It was chilly in the morning, but no no snow or anything like that. But, yeah, fuck, man. Yeah. That's why, that's why God invented alcohol, though, right? Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm sipping, you know what? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to divulge something to you fuckers right now, and I expect a full-on flame war coming at me because I'm sipping on right now one of my favorite drinks, and fuck you guys, call me what you want. But I have a big, huge glass filled with crushed ice and then two shots of vodka, two shots of, of Malibu, and then filled to the top with pineapple juice. So flame away, fuckers. Mm, that sounds delicious. I, you, I, you will not get any flame for me. I love tropical girly drinks. It's my thing. Sounds like, sounds like a hangover to me. No, man. I should. <laughs> I Malibu. Say Malibu rum. Oh, it's, it's excellent for you, though. Pineapple juice. Right? Uh, uh, Homelander's you know? calling you a fag. Homelander's calling you a fag. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So check this out. Little does Homelander know that I know that he likes the taste of my cum after I eat pineapples. So that's why <laughs> I'm drinking this juice just for Homelander so he can like the taste of my cum. That's very thoughtful. It really is. That's, uh, you're you're yeah. a nice guy, I can tell. He, he said, <laughs> damn, nice he said damn he said damn straight, so he's agreeing with you. <laughs> you know, I, have, you ever tried, have you ever tried that of mango juice? That's my uh, that's my thing lately. Uh, I've, I've been liking mango daiquiris and shit like that. Never never touch the mango juice at all. I'm not I'm not sure, man. Yeah, um, so like give it a shot. Are, are you are you doing frozen daiquiris? Yeah, 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 I am. So you're you're blending them up in your in your Vita Mix or whatever you got over there? No, normally I very rarely drink. That's one. Of, it's one of the few reasons I like going to Red Lobster because they have a wonderful mango something, a mango banana, or is it mango mango strawberry something like that? Something mango uh, daiquiri that I'm a big fan of. <laughs> red oh. Lobster, man! Oh God, I love me some Red Lobster, man! <laughs> Holy shit! All their biscuits. Nothing but the finest for PJ, man. Got got that right. I realize it's like the McDonald's of seafood, but I like it. I, you know, once again, we've had that conversation before. If I enjoy something that's cheap, why would I be interested in the more expensive version? I'm happy with the cheap version. So, all right, we need to get this chat on fucking straight. Are we gonna? Are we going MMA? Where are we going with this fucking thing, guys? Uh, we can do MMA if you like. Uh, are you, you guys think we're gonna see uh, shows with uh, actual audiences anytime soon? I don't no. think so. No. Uh, yeah. Absolutely not. Do you think okay, gonna... so let's let's do a quick breakdown. Let's let's break mm -hmm. down um, if it's still on. I don't even know if it's still on. Is, is Tony and Gagey still going on? That's what I heard yeah. last time. Yeah, wasn't it May 9th? Is that the when that's going to ha ha happen supposedly? 
It was confirmed this morning, Tenor. Yeah, so it's still on. Yeah. All right. Actually, uh, you know, let, let, let me sidetrack. Let me sidetrack just for a second, Jake, because you said something that really mm -hmm. is one of my pet peeves. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I am busting your balls, but don't get butt hurt about it. Did you say supposedly? No, absolutely not. Or did you say supposedly? Supposedly. See? All right. Good. Good. I, I heard. I heard supposedly, and I, I apologize for for getting us off track. You, you but might, that, you might, you might have uh, one of my many speech impediments uh, uh, is centered around uh, that bubbly sound. Um, for the longest time, I couldn't say the word probably. I said probably. Um, did you and, say prodigally <laughs> or probably? Uh, and the what well, the. I took 10 years of speech therapy, believe it or not. Uh, and the, oh, I fucking uh, believe it. It didn't work, though. Go ahead. <laughs> and like for me to say the word probably correctly, the trick she taught me was to think of the word bubbly. Bubble, and then I say that word wrong. Bubbly, you know. Um, so then, you know, if you think bubbly when you say probably, then you'll say it correctly. And she was, was right. That, was that before or after your, your teeth were fixed? Uh, way, way, way before. I took uh, speech therapy from second grade until uh, part halfway through my senior year of high school when I dropped out. So, okay. Yeah I, yeah, I was still taking uh, classes. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask her a uh, pupil. I got. I got to ask you guys. So, okay, for example, our school systems are a little bit different in Canada versus uh, in the states. Like we have a uh, grade school than high school, but you guys have junior and senior. Like, how does that work for you guys over there? It really depends on the district and where you're at. Like some people call it junior high. Some people call it middle school. Where I went to school, it was elementary school for first through fifth grade. Then something called middle school for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Then high school was ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. But it varies uh, from state to state and district to district. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that was weird. I, I, I had a middle school as well, and right after we left, they changed it to, uh, wait a minute, no, shit, I got it wrong. We were a junior high school, mm -hmm. and then right after I left, it went to a middle school where they added the sixth grade into it. So before it was seventh and eighth grade, then it went sixth, seventh, and eighth. Kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I never understood the arbitrary groupings of the grades, it seemed. I'm sure there's some method to their madness, but as a young child, it made no sense to me. So I guess back to MMA. Dynamite drop in, Grad. Yeah, you're off. Awesome. Uh, well, what's your, all right, go ahead. so yeah, so uh, side note with uh, Bones Jones. What you guys know what's going on with him? Obviously, what 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 happened? We all know, but do you know what what's going on currently in regards to? Is he going to be obviously he's going to be charged, but is it going to be a felony misdemeanor? Have you guys heard it, anything? I think that's already done. He, I think he pleaded, oh, uh, and, and he's not going to get any time. He's going to have to do like. Something like uh, a whole bunch of community service or some shit like that. But basically, he's getting off scot-free again. Whether the UFC will do anything about it, I'm not sure. I thought he was going to be in a fair amount of trouble because I thought he committed a felony last time. But it turns out because he got a guilty plea, it's not they even though it was a felony charge that he pled guilty to, they were not charging him with a felony. So despite the fact that he did a whole bunch of shit that would get him in a lot of trouble if he was a felon, technically he's not one. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, having open, like a gun in the car in the states would that be considered a felony charge? Or the, I guess it depends what state you live in, right? But it yeah. definitely it definitely depends what state you're in. Um, okay, you know the, the original the the original from the original report that I read is the cops showed up because 
there was a gunshot heard. So they were on they were on a gun call when they showed up. Um, he had a gun in his car, a a casing of the same caliber of the gun found in his car was found directly outside of his car. So all signs point to the fact that he was popping off rounds for what fucking reason, who knows? Um, but um, as I've said on, on an earlier podcast, I've, I've been in the same training room with John. I've talked to John. He's treated me with nothing but respect and my family respect. I don't know what the mental issue he has. I don't know if it's a, a severe narcissism. I, I don't know what his deal is, but he, he just can't fucking keep it together. I don't know why. And like I said, I, I saw no signs of this. And John went back, you know, it was before he was in the UFC. I saw no signs of this. He was always a very nice guy, but, but usually people that are sociopaths have, have a, and I'm not saying that's what he is, but what I'm saying is people who are sociopathic have, have a, a really good knack for tricking people into thinking that are, they're a certain type of guy when they're really not. We have a new caller. Yeah, hello, Harry. Hey, Harry. Hello. How are you all doing? Hey, listen. Good, good. Hey, listen, Tenor. I agree with you. I think you hit a, the head uh, head on the nail or the whatever. You hit it. You hit it right on when you said I'm he's a narcissist. I totally agree with that, man. I think the guy fucking is a goat, man. What he's done, who he's destroyed. I think he is untouchable, uh, and I think he kind of thinks about that, feels that too much. I love the guy, man. Mm. Fucking his fights are all amazing. I think it's yeah, just the god complex, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what his deal is. I'm, I'm very disappointed because if you think, you know, when you look at his career, he, there's going to be a thirty for thirty about him and 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 all his fuck ups. How much money and glory this guy at the end of his career will have left on the table? It's fucking oh, yeah. sad, man. Even, even if he comes out on top and he comes out a millionaire and, and you know, his kids grow up to, to love him and be great and everything. That aside, the kid, the kid, I, I call him a kid. The, the young man has left a lot on the table. And it's and it's really sad because he is the greatest of all time. There's oh, yeah, no I doubt about it. it. I totally agree, man. So, uh, Harry, what's uh, your story, buddy? Oh, his, Harry's gone. He, he got tired of waiting for us to give him a chance to talk. Uh, <laughs> Call back if you want, Harry. Sorry about that. I don't like to interrupt uh, our guests when they're in the middle of talking. So we were giving you a chance here in a second. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it is sad, too, because I used to love the guy. He was one of my favorite fighters when he first came out because he was just so exciting and, un, un, and unorthodox. Um, but his outside-of-the-ring actions have been so just not awesome on such a constant basis. It's hard to be a fan of a guy like that. I mean, some people can separate the uh, in-ring and the out-of-ring person, but I have trouble with that, to be honest with you. Well, it yeah, could be a and, lot. And, and, go ahead. No, I was go ahead, Brad. It could be, it could be, you know, it could be head damage. Who knows, man? Like, you know, you, you don't know what a guy went through in regards to fucking, uh, you know, traumatic uh, hits to the head, body, who knows, right? But, uh, no, I agree. Like, fucking... When, what Machida at the time, I, I, I've always loved Machida. What he did to Machida and just to everybody else fucking just blew my mind. The guy is a fucking amazing athlete. Comes, well, both his brothers are NFL players and that. So, yeah, it's really sad. But Yeah, that's an amazing family, isn't it? I mean, sometimes it's just genetics because goddamn, right? 
Yeah, and, and if you look at it, at his family, you're talking about a, a good family, you know, um, from the outside looking in. We don't know what goes on in anybody's household, you know, right. anymore. You guys, you guys know me for what I what I show on the on the OG, but you don't know what goes on in my house household, you know. You I, hear, I'm beating but we off. Don't see it, yeah. yeah. Right. You're right. I'm, I'm beating off and doing poppers all day. But anyways, um, you, you really don't know. But <laughs> s- seemingly he came from a great household. Mom and dad stayed together until one of them died. I think mom died. Um, I could be wrong, but I believe one yeah, of them died. Yeah. They, they were together. Um, dad was a preacher. Um, good upbringing. I knew be, just because I'm in the, in the upstate New York area and he's from, he was born in, I believe Rochester, but he, he, he wrestled from, for Endicott, which is just South of me. Um, you know, I know guys that, that trained with him. I know guys that coached him in high school as a wrestler and as a football, uh, player, um, seemingly just a really, really good household, a good family. Um, so it, 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 it boggles the mind to to think that this guy just can't fucking keep it together. Just keep it together, man. You are the greatest of all time. Keep it together. Get your job done. Oh, yeah. Do your shit. Do it on the low. Have a have a handler. Have a, have a guy like Pac-Man Jones used to have a fucking guy. Not that it helped him, but he used to have a guy that, that would go out with him and keep him out of fucking trouble. It didn't work, but hire somebody. <laughs> hire a driver. Do something, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, at least the basic stuff. You have enough money that you don't have to be driving yourself around getting into whatever mischief that you're doing. That'd fix 90% of your problems right there. I mean, right. other, than the, other than the shooting the gun out of the if I, I'd love to find out why he did that. I don't. I can't imagine he that he was just sitting there listening to his radio and decided to randomly pull out his gun and shoot it out the window. There has to have been something going on there. Like somebody else was present at at some point that he needed to shoot a gun for some reason. I think in the middle of the night. It makes no. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I think. I think Tenor hit it right on the head. Uh, it's narcissism. Narcissism. I just think he thinks he's a fucking, he's the shit, this and that, and why not, man? I can get fucked up. I can sh- drive around, shoot a gun off, this and that. Personally, that's my personal opinion about the whole thing, right? So you think so you think it really was as simple as like, ah, oh, fuck it, I feel like shooting a gun, as opposed to like a situation where he shot the gun. Uh, yeah, I, 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 the guy's fucking done it all. He's fucking destroyed people. I get, I think, like Tenor said, Narcissism, man. Fucking the, the guy feels like it's it's, it's a godlike simp- or whatever it's called. Uh, the guy feels like a god, man. Fucking, he just said, "Fuck this, I'm gonna go for a little ride, whatever." Blah blah blah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I can understand why he would, would think he could get away with anything at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about yeah, some he's, other he's fighters? No, I want to talk. I want to talk. Yeah, I want to talk about that 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 Tony that Tony fight with Gagey because it's very very fucking interesting. It's a very interesting fight. Yeah, see, I mean, I really wanted to see uh, the original fight, but this is interesting in a a whole different way uh, because uh, both of them are not, and and not that Khabib was is going to give up or anything like that, but both of them are super durable fighters that are going to like just go uh, head on against each other the entire fucking fight. So it's going to be a completely different kind of fight. Oh, so for Tenor, sure. Yeah. I, I was okay. Thing is, I don't know too much about Gage. Can you give me the breakdown in regards? I'm assuming he's a wrestler. What's his background? Yeah. Okay. So yes, Gagey Gagey is a is a high level All American Division One wrestler. However, <laughs> this this fucking guy, he's never shown one bit of wrestling. From <laughs> I, I I I think he came from World Series of Fighting, or he came from a smaller promotion. 
from the time he's been in the UFC and, and even his, his former fights, he has never showed one lick of wrestling. The guy stands in the middle of the ring. He lets you tee off on him and he throws bombs back and he's a fucking brawler. It makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> so that, that that's he just comes forward. If you notice, his eyes are a little too close together. So, you know, he's not right in the head anyways, because his fucking <laughs> eyes are way too close. And he he puts his head down and just swings. And this is a, is a division one All-American wrestler. So he yeah. is well versed as far as the grappling game goes. Yeah, I'm fairly so, sure Chuck Liddell is his spirit animal. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's um, very similar style, really. Yeah. So, so he's like so, a, he's like a he's like a Chris Liddell or a Robbie type thing, where he fucking he just likes to fucking swing or what? Um, a light. Uh, you talk about uh, Chris Lytle? Yeah, he was a Chris Lytle. Not- I don't believe Chris Lytle was a wrestler though. He was a boxer. I thought okay. I thought he had some uh, wrestling background. He, okay, maybe you're right. Mu- he he might have. That's that's the Indiana f- uh, firefighter, correct? I believe so. Last yeah, Chris Lyle, yeah. Over, over Chris Lyle, you know, he fought, he fought, he fought, he fought 170. Gave Matt Hughes a pretty good run for his money. That guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, be- I he he was by trade. I believe he was a boxer. Um, but he was well versed. He was well rounded for sure. Um, but I think I think his main his main thing was was boxing. Um, okay. But this gay this this cagey kid man, he's super exciting. Um, he just wants to bite on his mouthpiece, come forward and throw down. That's all he wants to do. And you're talking about a guy in in, in Tony Ferguson, who is gonna who who was a I believe he was a JUCO national champion. Nice. Um. So he's a good wrestler, but you're talking about a 10th planet jujitsu guy and he's an absolute nut job. You know, <laughs> this yes, guy, he kicks, he kicks steel pipes for fun. Um, he's, he's very unorthodox. He'll throw spinning shit all day long. So he's got the wrestling. He's got good jujitsu from Eddie Bravo and he just doesn't give a fuck. He'll take it. He'll, he'll, he'll throw down. Yeah, yeah, and he comes at you from all kinds of different angles, which will be interesting to see how. Uh, uh, I can't say his name right. Gagey is that is that right? Yeah, it doesn't look like it. It sounds like Gagey, but yeah, that's what that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, but I was, he's going to throw a, a lot of different angles at Gagey, which I'm not sure if he's used to something like that. So it'll be fun to watch. So Tanner, if you if you had to bet one or the other, which one would you pick? Is it oh, toss fuck, up or what? It, for me, it's a pick them. Yeah, for for me, it's okay. definitely a pick'em. Now, now, if if we're gonna just to piggyback off that, and I use that term way too much, I know that guys. But um, to piggyback off that, if if we were talking Habib and 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 Tony, I would definitely go Habib. But this Gagey and and Tony fight is just a different animal. Their strengths are very very similar, and honestly, I don't. I really don't foresee a lick of wrestling in this. I think they're going to meet in the center and they're going to throw down and someone's going to get caught eventually. That's what I think. Right. They're just going to stand there and wang. Who else is on that card, by the way? Like any other... Oh, God. What time is it? It's changed so much. <laughs> I mean, no, I'd what I'm saying, latest, latest and greatest. No, I'd have to look. <laughs> Jay pull Jay pull it up. I don't have it in front of me, and like you said, it's changed okay. so much. I have no clue. So pull yeah. it up real quick, yeah. and we can we oh, can yeah, give yeah, a quick yeah. rundown. We'll give a rundown of what's going on. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, let's see. Here's an official statement. So this maybe also tell us. 
Oh, they're not going to make it easy, huh? Uh, let's see. In addition to Burgers and Gagey, there's all they're doing. Uh, Sejudo, is that how you say his name? I, a lot of these guys' names, I don't know where I know how to say. Say, it. oh, is, is Sejudo fighting um, Dom on oh, that? Yes, he is. Uh huh. Oh, that's that's a fucking fight right there. We should talk yeah. about that fight. Yeah, that's the Let's that's the co-main. That's amazing. I mean, you guys think Cruz is still competitive at that level? I mean, he fights yes. so infrequently. Absolutely, I think he's competitive. If you look at him, Alpha, he's he's had multiple layoffs in his career. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't say Tenor's picking Cruz. I'm not picking Cruz. Cruz's game off of a layoff every single time. If you if you've looked at um. He fought an Asian dude. God, I can't remember his name. He came off like a two-year layoff and absolutely destroyed the dude. Someone probably in the chat can get me on that as far as the name of that Asian guy that he fought after a two-year layoff. Um, uh, he is always game. Cruz is always training if he's not injured, which he's always injured. But when he's not injured, he's always training. The difference is Cejudo is is he's been active. Sehudu is obviously he's, he's a Olympic gold medalist. So you can't fuck with him on the wrestling. Cruz is a decent wrestler. Um, you can't fuck with him on the wrestling and Sehudo's boxing is very, very crisp. His boxing was crisp before he got into the UFC. If you, if you watched him on the feet, he didn't fight like a wrestler that was learning boxing. He, he fought like a very, very well-rounded dude. Um, but Cruz has that crazy side-to-side -side movement that, that, that Dillashaw kind of has emulated with great success. Um, Cruz is always going to be game. I'm not saying that Cruz is, is going to win this fight, but he's going to make a fight of it. He's going to be prepared. He's going to be tough. He's going to move, and, and he, he's, he's going to stick him a little bit here and there for sure. I'm surprised to find out that Cruz's record is 22 and two. He's only lost twice. Yeah, he one, lost man. a fate. Yeah, he lost. He lost a Faber, and he lost to uh, uh, Colby. The hell is the dude? He lost the title to to Colby, uh, not Covington. Who the fuck is it? <laughs> you know, me and the boys, Garbrandt. That's it. Thank you, Dose. Appreciate it. Dose yeah, equals yeah. number two, by the way. Dose equals number two. <laughs> yeah yeah so i was surprised i mean obviously he's still high level but uh, so it'll be an interesting fight either way um also on there's uh francis uh harden to say nemo uh versus even harder to say name uh francis and and Gano's on that is francis and on that yes he is he's fighting against jarzinho rosenstork i don't know who the fuck that guy is a ten and zero fighting out of uh, someplace. Uh, but He's ten and zero and fighting Engano. I'm going to the Engano on that first round <laughs> knockout for oh. thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, okay. Thing is, uh -huh. PJ, what's the other guy's like back? Like, does it show his background? Is he a boxer? It, or is he it a just boxer says ten. It says ten and zero fighting out of Paramimbindo Suriname. In a battle of KO artists, so he's ten and zero, but no one's ever heard of him, so it's probably not going to go well for him. Oh, so he's, a, he's a boxer as well. Both knockout artists, a boxer, kickboxer, who knows, right? Right, they could go either way. Yeah, obviously. I mean, he's supposedly number six in the heavyweights, so uh, that tells you anything. Uh, the, the one below that on the card is more interesting to me by far. Uh, Jeremy Stevens is fighting. He's always fun, no matter what. He's fighting, I love uh, Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, I love fighting, Little Heathen. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. I'm, he's fighting Calvin Catter. Calvin oh, yeah. who? Catter, K-A-T-T-A-R. 
who fights Jesus out of Christ. Massachusetts. I've been out of the game. Who is he with Lozon MMA? Uh, it, it says out of fighting out of Methuen, Massachusetts, or M E T H U E N. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I maybe I possibly I've been out of the game for a long time. I don't know who that dude is. Um, okay, no. But if he if he's fighting out of Lozon MMA, or if he's fighting out of um, what's the other dude's name? Uh, uh, Fuck, I know I who you're talking about. Uh, one of the, the guy with the glasses. Yeah, City Tol Og or something. Yeah, oh, Sid Yodong. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew yeah, <laughs> that that dude will be prepared. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess I just don't know his name. Maybe I've been out of the game long enough that I don't know all the up and comers. Yeah, another one after that. Oh Jesus, Donald Cerrone's fighting again, dude. Again. Holy fuck, is he really? He's fighting Anthony Pettis, dude. Oh, he'll beat Pettis for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless he's just truly done. Uh, I consider Cerrone no. just a different class of fighter than uh, Pettis. I totally agree with that, Jay. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Pettis had his heyday. It was a very short window of time where he looked like the biggest killer on the planet. But uh, I don't think he can he can handle Cerrone. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's either been I I don't I don't want to say anything about PEDs. Either he's been phoning it in. Or he's not getting the training out of Duke Rufus that he needs to have, but uh, something's gone on with him. Yeah, because he looked like it, a, can't, uh, yeah, I, it, it can't be physical. Physical. I mean, he was a world beater. Because he's for, still pretty young. About a year. Yeah, for about a year and a half, two years. That dude was a fucking coming up out of WEC. That dude was a yeah. world beater. You know, he beat Ben Henderson twice. Ben Henderson is not an easy win, dude. That's a tough guy. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He, he beat him. He beat him twice. Um, so some something's going on with him in his training, his personal life, or maybe in his supplementation. And I'm not accusing him of anything, but something fucking happened with him. Right, right. Next down in the list, uh, Greg Hardy's fighting again, and apparently they're going to give him another can. Some guy named Jorgen DeCastro, 5-0, fighting out of Fall River, Massachusetts, by way of Mindario San Vincent Capiverdi. So, who, who who are we talking about? Which two fighters? I lost it for a minute. Uh, Greg Hardy. Apparently, they're going to give him another chance to beat somebody up. A uh, gentleman named Jorgen DeCastro. Fighting out of Massachusetts by way of Mindio Sal Vincent Capi Vendi. Oh, we're talking Greg Hardy. Yeah, huh? <laughs> oh, the heavyweight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh you shit. know what? Huh? You know what? That that fight he took on short notice. Yeah, dude, he fucking impressed me. I know he's had a shit show be- between his NFL career and um his his ufc odd ufc appearances but he took a short notice fight not too long ago against a guy that was was slated to destroy him and that dude showed a lot of fucking heart man he he really actually impressed me in that fight yeah there you go yeah i uh, i'm not a big fan of his uh uh out of uh ring act antics but as i said i've been trying to separate those two because it makes you lose enjoyable fight experiences sometimes uh, let's see. Then that Alex Aleski Olenek. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, that was close enough, I guess. Yeah. He's fighting Fabricio Wardoom. Ooh, Fabricio. Wow. I, I, I didn't even say, know about any of these fights. Honestly, I, know. I, I they're all out of nowhere. Fucking, I can't say that I'm not happy about it. This is fucking awesome. For fucking that's Wardoom a good fighting. That's a good fight, dude. Yeah, that's going to be a pretty awesome, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, after that, below that is Ryan Spann fighting Sam Avery. 
or Alvary, <laughs> rather, Smiling Sam. Uh, so that's Smiling he's, Sam. He's always that a fun dude's tough as shit. He's yeah, always yeah. tough, hey, man. Tenor, listen. Good question for Verdum. Do you What's think up, he's brother? still got it in him? You think he's still got it in him, though, man? Do you think uh, Verdum's getting up there in age as well? Is he not? He is getting up there in age, but he looked great until he didn't. You know, he he took a he kind of hit a wall too. You know, when 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 he won the heavyweight title and he started running through dudes, you know, his obviously we all know his his ground game was was absolutely unbelievable. You know, we saw the shit that he did to like Fedor and 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 some yeah. other dudes. Um and then his stand-up started to come come around really, really well. His Muay Thai looked good and crisp. And then Stipe, I hate to, to say this term because people use it so often, Stipe kind of fucking stole his soul for a second there. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, uh, you know, Stipe hit him so hard he's throwing boomerangs at Kobe Covington. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. But the guy, yes, I I. I don't think he's taken enough damage to be out of the game, man. I think I think he's tough. Yeah. Plus, of course, yeah. heavyweight has a much uh, higher uh, uh, shelf life than most of the other divisions. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for but sure. I, I I think as like, again, he uh, another. I, I believe he's somewhat of another narcissist, right? Like fucking when he won this and that. The guy's an amazing fighter, but I think the fucking fame and being a champion and got to us somewhat as well. I don't know. I, I, I've always enjoyed his fights in that, but... Do you think yeah. he wasn't putting the effort in after that because he was too busy being famous? No, no, just, you know, again, the thing is, when you're on fucking top of the world, dude, you fucking, you're smashing guys, you beat Fedor, this and that, you're on top of the world, and uh, some people are just inherently narcissistic in nature, but after becoming fucking world champs, it amplifies by a thousand percent, right? So, I don't know. Right, what yeah. what camp mm-hmm. what camp is Verduum out of? Who who knows? Is he with Nogara oh, brothers? Brother. Or who's he with? I'm not sure. Someone on the chat got Homelander. You Homelander, you're talking a bunch of shit like you know everything about MMA. Well, who the fuck is Verduum with? Quick, yeah, Google it and let me know. <laughs> he he fights with Kings MMA actually. Oh, he's with Kings. Yes, he is. Okay. I assume so. That's he it has a couple of different listed, but that's the, that's the one that's highlighted. It says Kings MMA, War Doom Combat Team, and Akmat Fight Club. Thank you, Homelander. As the team he's associated with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so, um, well, shit, man. Who who else we got on the card? Okay, next up is one one that's fun for me. For you guys, maybe not so much because I know not a lot of you guys are fans of uh, women's MMA. But it's uh, Carla Esparza. Damn it, Esparza. Yeah, Carla Esparza. Yeah, she's an Ultimate Fighter winner. Yeah, yeah, fighting Michelle Waterson. Ooh, that's a that's a good that you know for a women's fight. Guys, don't fucking flame me. But for a women's fight, that's not bad. Aspars yeah. is probably going to take Watterson down and pound the shit out of her. That's my uh, that's my that's my opinion on that. Probably uh, Michelle's really good, they, but she when she fights someone who's really strong, she suffers. Are they both kickboxers? Like, what's their background? I again, I have no idea who they are. So, Aspars is a wrestler, and uh, okay. Watterson's Watterson's the karate hottie. So she's obviously she's been in the game for a long time, so she's well rounded. 
but she she's a stand-up fighter mostly. Um, I think she's got some submission wins, but Esparza is a, a pretty much a, a one one-sided wrestling type of girl. Yeah, oh, strangely it. enough, their their records are almost exactly the same. Carla is sixteen and six, and Michelle is seventeen and seven. So, despite the yeah, fact that they're both fighting for P- way longer, they have a similar amount of fights. Yeah, but PJ records don't really mean shit. You got to compare like their fighting styles and who they fought as well, right? But oh no, I realized that. But I, I was just uh, surprised, uh, despite the fact that uh, Watterson's been fighting for at least ten years longer than her, uh, that they have almost the same amount of fights. Of course, that they might not count the amateur fights and things like that. Sure. sure. Okay, next on the list, here's some Jesus Christ, man. We're almost at the bottom of the list, and they're still throwing awesome fights at us. Uriah Hall's fighting uh, Jakara Souza. Jacare. Jacare? Yeah, Jacare. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's, that's like on a prelim card or some shit dude that's the second that's like gonna be like the uh the like the third fight on the card yeah it's not right deep into prelims uh, you're okay the quick recap everybody knows this quick recap on uriah hall he's, he's highly talented stand-up dude is a fucking head case doesn't like hurting people never shows up in the big moments but is highly 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 talented Souza, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. at, at one point one of the greatest grapplers in the world um, BJJ world champion beat, um, Hodger Gracie with a broken arm. Um, he is absolutely amazing. He was a great judo guy before he was a BJJ guy. Um, it was in that tough stack, talented 185 division and, and went head to head with the best of that division for years and just never fucking put it together. That being said, Jacare by submission, arm triangle second. Really? I mean, because I, obviously, uh, I think Uriah Hall has the tools to win that fight. Uh, I think he has the tools to be champ if he could get his shit together. Um, he's just very, very talented. But as you mentioned, he never gets his shit together. Um, so, yeah, you're probably right. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, right, I don't know. I just see. pulled. I just, I just pulled that out of my ass. But, but. Uriah Hall, like like we've both said, he can't get it together, and and he's never been on a world level in anything. Jacare has been on top of the world. That dude, if he can fucking put it together and stick with a good ground game, he can tap anybody out. Anybody, in my opinion, he's he's better than Damian Damian Maya on the ground. Mm. Um, and those are and those are the two best ground guys probably we've seen in MMA. Um, oh, fucking right, Jacare Jacare is he is amazing. And like I said before, if you go back and watch some of his highlights, his grappling highlights, his judo is fucking sick too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gotta, you gotta look if he could put it together and, and stick with his grappling base instead of standing on the feet and, and, and throwing blows, he could beat more people than he has. He just, he's one of those guys that kind of fell in love with the striking, like fucking George Gurgel. I don't know what that's the fuck. Exa- I that's mean, exactly who I was going to go for too. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. You got these guys that are, are top, top, top top level talent on the ground and they fall in love. Someone, someone lies to them and tells them, no, you're striking. You're, you got, you got top level striking. You should fight, you know, Roy Jones jr. Shut the fuck up, dude. Throw a couple blows, Mm -hmm. throw a couple blows, throw a single leg or a double leg or what have you get it down to the ground and just fucking drown these people in deep waters. That's what these guys should be doing. Josh Koscheck had a similar problem. 
I love Josh Koscheck, man. I know he's a douchebag, but I fucking love Josh Koscheck. I think he was a fucking good fighter, man. Right. Oh no, he was he was a good fighter. But my point being that his wrestling was his his strong point by far. But he decided he liked hitting people so much that it put him. He would let himself get in situations where he would be way better off trying to take him down. But he's trying to box with him instead. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And what happened with GSP? He got his he got his face jabbed off. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, but they, I firmly <laughs> think that that was a result of uh, GSP being angry with the trash talk. I think GSP <laughs> could have fought the end of that fight sooner, and he decided to punish Koscheck, which is uncharacteristic of GSP, obviously, because all everything I've ever heard, he's a super nice guy. But I, I honestly think that's what happened. I, th- I think he decided that he was tired of listening to this guy talk shit, and he was going to make him pay for it. But thing is, okay, so I, what, what Tanner is saying in regards uh, to like. Um, like wrestlers, like they should stick to the wrestling game if that's the best they're at. This and that. Again, when you, I guess a lot of these guys are not used to getting hit or getting knocked out, right? So I think a lot of these guys get passionate to say, "Well, how the fuck, you know, I'm an elite wrestler, I'm a whatever," and then I get fucking knocked the fuck out. So they get overly passionate to fucking kind of pick up the boxing and fucking focus on that. That's their weakness, right? Because they did, they never were. They never had that boxing or stand-up game, so I don't know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, there's probably some validity to that. Uh, it, for especially for people that are super competitive, um, to have a hole in your game's got to be very disconcerting. And so, obviously, sure. it'd be something that they concentrate on. And right. anything that you do a lot and you feel like you're getting better at, you're going to want to showcase and do more. So, I can totally understand where it comes from. Where you, it's like finding this cool new toy that now you get to play with, and you don't like your old toy, even though your old toy is really way better for the situation you're in. You like the new toy, so that's what you want to play with and that's where they no. get themselves in bad situations no but pj stunt new toy, they, again these guys have their their backgrounds established via jiu-jitsu via wrestling whatever right so they already have that fucking cord right. down mm-hmm. but when you get fucking you, you you eat a punch you never did in your life or you know what i'm saying and you get knocked out you're like what the fuck happened you always rely on the background that you've had in regards to the ground game and then you become overly passionate towards the stand-up the kickboxing or whatever it is you know Right. I, we just said the same thing basically in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, okay. We got a couple more fights that we got to go through, although that was really the last of the good ones. Uh, Vincenti Luki. Um, I'm probably, I know I'm fucking that one up really bad. Uh, last name is L U Q U E. He's a welterweight uh, fighting out of New Jersey. He's going to be fighting Nico Price, uh, who fights out of Cape Coral, Florida. Uh, and. The very first fight of the night will be Bryce Mitchell fighting Charles Rosa. So every single fight is at least has someone that I've heard of, which since now that I don't really follow it as much as I used to, it's kind of rare. I mean, it's, it's kind of rare for me to look at every fight from start to finish and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, that it's really the way um... – when you're when you're naming off these fights, because like I said earlier, I didn't know who was fighting. Obviously, I just know uh, Tony and Gagey for this card. Um, you're right. you, you throw out, <laughs> you're talking about Verdum being on on an undercard or whoever the hell it was. You were talking about being on an undercard or the Jacques fight. It's like holy shit, man. <clears throat> um, yeah, they're yeah, really they're, they're really bringing it hard. And um, I'm hoping I'm hoping these people are able to to train 
semi correctly because you got to you got to think about what a fighter goes through and, and i'm sure there's a lot of guys on the chat and there's obviously a lot of guys on the og that that have trained and and, and to get to this point just not not even let's not even talk about making weight because that's a whole other thing but just get in the right, right mind frame mm -hmm. to do the repetitions that you need two times a day you know listen i gotta i'm gonna run five miles in the morning and then i got jujitsu at 10 and then i i eat and i take a break and i got muay thai at three and i got strength and conditioning at fucking seven at night and the, and then uh, to, to further that you know, the week of the fight, you flip flop that schedule on its head because you might not be fighting. If you're fighting on the main card, you're fighting after nine, 10 o'clock. So you flip that. So now you're doing your main training at night. I mean, I'm hoping that, that these people have enough good partners that are tested for fucking COVID or I don't know what they're doing. I would imagine they would have to test their training partners and quarantine them in a house or if, if, if you know fighters like I know fighters, they just don't give a fuck and they're just doing what they got to do to get through. But well, I'm hoping I'm hoping that they're getting the training that they need to be in the right physical condition and the right mental condition. Right. Because the, the times we're living in right now are, are not conducive to you stepping into an octagon at 100 percent physically and mentally. No, I would imagine not. And uh, and obviously, I can't speak on what the fighters are doing, uh, but I do know what some of the fighters that I know are training uh, their techniques in this situation. Uh, I know some trainers that have decided, uh, excuse me, fighters that have decided they're going to quarantine together. Like uh, I know a group of like two or three or four fighters, at least in like three or four trainers that all decided that. You know they're going to be like exposed to each other, so they still are. They're still in quarantine. They still follow all the quarantine things, but they still see each other, which makes right. sense. If if you're all following the same procedures and you've already exposed yourself to each other, it doesn't hurt to you know to keep on doing it. So um, I do know that some of them are do are doing their training that way by having like a quarantine group. Um, but who knows? Who knows if that's going to be as effective as it could be? Uh, probably not. You know, because they're yeah. you, you're not going to be able to have all the resources. I know a lot of trainers. Uh, excuse me, I keep on saying trainers. Fighters have different people fly in to do give them different things. Uh, all kinds of fighters fly, move around to train with each other, and obviously those things aren't happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that, but, but sorry, Tedder. But thing is, uh, that you got to understand these guys are fucking their their immune systems are fucking the fucking charts you know they're healthy individuals the healthy this and that right so i don't know the whole covid thing in regards no. to the fighters in particular you know what i'm saying like is that one of the odds of them that, uh, again oh no no Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the thing is, you know, uh, your health does not really have a ton to do with you getting it or not. I'm sure it does, but that's not the major thing. Your health is going to affect how well you uh, handle it. So the the fighters themselves are not in a lot of danger of like dying or getting really sick from the thing. The, the danger is them transmitting it to other people. Uh, so uh, obviously, once they're done with the fight, uh, there's going to have to be testing and quarantines and things like that before they go back onto their normal lives, I would assume. Oh, you're saying to, you're saying you're uh, transferring to trainers or what have you? Okay, got it. Right, and you well, you don't want to you don't want you don't want to catch it. You know, you've been quarantining with your family and doing your personal training and all this good stuff. You don't want to go fight, catch it from somebody else, come home and give it to your grandma or something like that. Right, right, right. So, but so I, I'm assuming they're taking precautions because if nothing else, the UFC doesn't want a, a, a like a bad bad publicity from handing it not well. 
what do you think, Tanner? Do you think uh, you think it's going to be okay? It's going to be weird not having any crowds. Oh uh, yeah, I watched uh, some of those fights from that uh, Brazil card, and it's super strange, man. Um, but I tell you what, if if we can make it happen before any other sports professional sports are, are on the field or in a stadium, if if Dana can finally make this shit, whoa, what the fuck? Who fell? Grant, did you fall down drunk? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Uncle Canada. Canada, talk to us, man. We're worried. Oh, okay? that shit was funny. Holy shit, that was funny. So anyways, if, if Dana can make this happen, um, I think it's going to do really, really well. It's still going to be weird. It's, it, it's an odd, um, visible sight to, to, to look at an empty stadium or arena. It, it's weird hearing announcers announce these guys and no one to cheer. Um, but, you know, but then it's, it's going to bring me back to watching the ultimate fighter, which is how I started watching this whole thing anyways. So, you know, I loved it. The fact you, you could hear the different teammates screaming at each other, the, the, other you know, the, the celebrity coaches, uh, you know, trying to coach, uh, Matt Sarah was fucking, Oh man, I, watching Matt Sarah, you know, be the coach for that season of the ultimate fighter. Was oh, my, Jesus Christ. Fucking, oh, it was so much how many, fun. How many times, how many times did you hear body, body, head, body, body, head. <laughs> Wizard, wizard. <laughs> I love Matt Sarah. I really do. He's, he seems just uh, like an awesome person. Shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Okay, well, we've done an hour. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. You guys, you guys want to talk some more? I mean, you guys got stuff you got to do? We can, we can oh, call man, fuck. you guys. Fuck it, we're not. Whatever. Right? We, we got Ryan to bring the party down, so I think we, we're doing good. <laughs> uh yeah but you know at some point at some point i would like to um go over i don't know how you guys were so jay you got in did you get in an ultimate fighter one or or when did you start watching ultimate fighter five um ultimate i was aware, five i was aware of uh mma i'd seen youtube fights but i had no clue that uh about the scope of it. When I, whenever I watch a couple of YouTube fights, there's normally a couple of foreigners, uh, you know, uh, on the ground, kneeing the shit out of each other. Um, so it was interesting, but, you know, because uh, I always like martial arts and kung fu movies and things like that. Uh, but then ra- I'm randomly flipping through the channels one time and I watched Nick Diaz get into some guy's face. I'm like, uh, what's, what's this? And then you know, I watched like three or four minutes and I realized these guys are all fighters in a house that are going to fight each other. And normally, I think reality shows are fairly dumb. Uh, I, I like the actual reality-based ones, semi, like uh, Deadliest Catch and things like that. But most of, those yeah. li- li- most of those live in a house together things are dumb as fuck. But when you when I found out that these guys were going to live together and fight each other, like actual fucking real fights, that was something completely different. I'm like, man, how are you going to live for like six week, with, weeks with someone who's going to beat your ass? Um, potentially. Uh, and well, I, was, I was very quickly hooked. Uh, I started enjoying the fights. Then I found out that it was season five. So I, I quickly had to go back online and find all the previous seasons and watch them catch up, um, which I enjoyed quite a bit. Although I will say season one, I... I'm glad they got rid of all the stupid challenges and things like that and just made it about fighting. <laughs> so do you guys remember a WEC when WC came on? Yes. WEC. Yeah. Yeah. That was up to me. I, I love WC. It, it was like supercharged UFC in some ways. WEC to me back. I don't know if it was the, the era of MMA and you had, you know, you had that UFC was, I don't even know if they had had 55 yet. Um, 
Jesus Christ, Grad fell down again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had, you know, UFC kind of had the upper weight classes, and WEC had the, you know, the 25, 35, 45. Mm-hmm. And those fights, I couldn't wait for those fights, those free fights on WEC to come up where you could see guys like Donald. So you just think of the names that came out of WEC, just Donald Cerrone. You talk about Ben Henderson. You're talking about uh, Faber and Cruz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You talk, I mean, Mike yeah, my, yeah. Mike Brown. Know, Actually, yeah. I got, I got my purple belt from Matt Lee, who is a, uh, who got his black belt from ATT, uh, Mike Brown. Hmm. So I'm kind of so, I'm somewhere in that lineage, but not quite, but a little bit in that ATT lineage. Um, right. So right. those fights to me, and you guys, you're gonna once again, you're gonna flame me for this. But I remember the first time I watched Invicta, and I saw all these chicks that I didn't know who the fuck was fighting, but they got in there and they threw the fuck down. And I was like, this kind of reminds me of the WEC days where I didn't know who the fuck any of these guys were. And they just got after it and got nasty. And they were they were high-level fucking fighters. Yeah, well, one reason I like Invicta is because it reminds me of early UFC. Because in certain ways, it's the same. Um, while they are high-level skill level, unlike the UFC, it hasn't advanced as much. So you will see huge disparities in skill levels occasionally. Uh, exactly like the early UFC. And I and while I like competitive fights, part of me really loves someone just whooping someone's ass. And you'll see that on a woman's fights sometimes. I mean, you don't see a ton of knockouts, but you see some really fucking awesome fights occasionally. Um, right, right. I remember, I remember watching like Rose Namajunas throwing that flying armbar in a victor. I mean, there were some, there were some fun, fun fights to be had, and people you didn't know, and it's free. It's like, what the fuck? I'll watch this, and you know what? It's entertaining, entertaining as fuck. You know, granted, obviously the the women's skill level is is, is for the most part is is not as as high as the men's, um, but it's still entertaining. Right, um, yeah. and I like watching it. You know what I mean? And and they put they put their ass on the line as much as anybody else does. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, and there were so many fun fights in the WEC. Remember Paulio Fino? Filo, Paulio Filio is it his name? Paulo, Paulo Filo, yeah. yeah, with, yeah with yeah. uh, when he fucking quit with Chow and he just kept looking in the audience for no reason. Homelander <laughs> saying Brian Brian Bowles looked great around a minute. Literally, yo, Brian Bowles was a tough motherfucker, man. But I think oh, he got in trouble with a he got in trouble trouble with a meth or some shit. I think uh, that Homelander. that that punch he threw at Faber when Faber was spinning and bouncing off of the uh, fucking cage, my, that was one of the most ouch looking punches I think I've ever seen. It just caught him so fucking well you know yeah brian bowles was a motherfucker there was there were some other guys uh who uh, chase bb chase bb was a tough motherfucker from mm-hmm. wec uh, well, um miguel torres is one of, one of my favorites he he, he looked like one oh, of the people yeah. who worked on the housekeeping staff for you know a little tight little skinny guy and he was just a fucking badass you know, yeah, he, I trained with it i trained with a guy that beat miguel torres a guy by the name of des green who got in trouble for killing some people in a vehicular manslaughter accident down in Florida, but I trained with Des Green for a long time up here at the Bomb Squad. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, and we're forgetting about, even though the WEC was more famous for its lighter weight classes, they had they had before they eliminated it, uh, heavy and light heavyweight and all that good stuff, and they had some names in there, you know, like uh, Doug Marshall was a good fighter, uh, Brian Stan fought there, uh, all right. and you know, like fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's uh, they didn't have the skill level that the UFC did at those higher weight classes, but they had some good fighters before they got rid of it. No, no, for sure they did. 
Yeah. Um, like, like I was, I was a big fan of Brian Stan. Uh, I, his skill level, I would call him like medium, you know, as far as like the mission, but he was always seemed like such a stand up awesome dude in general. Yeah. There was a guy that he in WEC that he went toe to toe with that they might've dropped one fight to each other. And then, um, they both came to the UFC and that guy didn't do very well. Who the hell was that? Was that Steve Cantwell? Yes, it was Cantwell. Thank you very much, Jay. I love the WEC. It's what that's that was when I was really heavy into watching MMA. Yeah, the, the, so I followed all if that. I'm, well. If I'm correct, didn't those two uh, drop one fight each to, to one another? Yes, yes. I, I can't remember if they fought a third time or not, but I do do know that they were like they were like the rivals for the heavy light heavyweight championship back and forth for a while. Yeah, so. and Stan Stan came to the UFC and he he had a fairly he had a fairly good career with the UFC and Cantwell didn't do anything mm-hmm. at all. No, no. I'm surprised Stan didn't get didn't get more work uh, commentating because the few times they used him for that, he seemed like he was pretty good at it. I think he should run for president. Yeah, well, you <laughs> certainly. Yeah, I, personally, I, I want Mike Rowe to run for president, but I, I'd vote for uh, for your guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I think that's about enough for one night. Um, I want to thank uh, Brad Tenor, uh, and the Juicer who called in earlier, and the entire OG Army at the chat box. Look at that. We did a show without Ryan, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm, hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. So you you guys won't have to support me quite as much. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at six o'clock, same as always. Uh, hopefully I'll have topics. Hopefully I'll have co-hosts. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, respect to uh, Ryan and his family. I didn't realize that uh, somebody passed away, but yeah, yeah. Um, have a great weekend, boys, and uh, I guess we'll talk tomorrow. Yeah, right on. I, Thanks, Uncle. I'd like to say, fuck all of you. Yay! Someone had to say it. Fuck <laughs> you guys you have a good too. night. <laughs> God bless. We'll, Peace. We'll see everyone tomorrow. Bye bye. Screw you, hippies! <laughs>